Welcome to the Discover Your Joy podcast. I'm your host, Maya Urban, the Urban Healer. I'm a life coach, Reiki master, Akashic Record reader, and registered nurse. I'm here to guide you towards living a life you truly love by learning to downregulate your nervous system, resetting your energy, and reconnecting to your essence. We'll talk about everything from evidence-based neuroscience tools to ancient healing wisdoms and how you can incorporate these in your everyday life heal, expand, and feel joy again. For ways to work with me, visit theurbanhealer.ca. Now let's get into the show. Hello, and welcome to the Discover Your Joy podcast. My name is Tamir Urban, the Urban Healer, and I will be your host. For today's episode, I wanted to talk to you guys about the different modalities that I use in my one-on-one coaching and my group containers. And I think it's important for you guys to know, like, what is in there? Like, what are you doing? Why is this important to me? How will this help me and whatever I'm going through? And I also want you guys to know what some of these modalities are because so many people are offering these modalities in different capacities. So you kind of want to know what it is. And I mean, like people are like, yeah, there's yoga. Okay, cool. Everyone knows what yoga is, but then everyone teaches yoga differently. There's a lot of different types of yoga. So just bear in mind that I'm going to explain it to the best of my abilities in how I use it, but everyone will use it a little bit differently. So the first thing that I wanted to dive into is NLP, which is neurolinguistic programming. So if you want to break it down by, I guess, the roots of the word, neuro is going to refer to your nervous system, your mind, and it's, it's how you experience the world. And of course, how do you do that? With your senses. So your vision, hearing, touch, smell, taste. So you have a nervous system and it's taking in information all the time because everything around you is constantly changing and there's a lot to take in. Then linguistic is referring to language. So this is going to be talking about how you give those different stimuli and experiences, meaning and labels, add a little story to it as we all do, and then how we store them. Programming is then this beautiful reminder that We're simply running on an operating system, which is going to be based on previous beliefs, patterns, and experiences. And unfortunately, some of these are not working in our favor. And I want you to know that that can shift and that can change. And that is NLP because you're going to use language to reprogram the mind and your experience of the world. And that is really powerful. Also, Even if you've never actually tried NLP before, if you've never heard of NLP before, a lot of people are using NLP. And I mean, marketing, ads, anyone selling anything, anyone trying to convince you of something, um, politicians, actors, people going on an interview, like this is, this is it. Like everyone is using NLP in some way. Some people not for good, unfortunately, But NLP is something that's been around for decades. And I want you to know about this because it is a really, really powerful modality. And with NLP, you're essentially just using language and different wording and different patterns to reset your subconscious mind in terms of how life is. We all have a list of these stories. Well, that's just how it is. It's hard for me. Well, this is just my body type. And this is how I grew up. Well, I have this, which is why I'm doing this. And we, we hold on to certain stories. 
And knowing that we can actually change and shift that because everything can be adjusted. Nothing is finite in terms of like, this is how it is. You can actually shift anything. Some patterns and beliefs take a little bit longer because they're more ingrained and we're holding on to them because we think it's keeping us safe, but there's always a way for us to shift that around. So if you're not living a life that you are like exploding over joy with, there's something that can be shifted. And I mean, like anything, like, do you look in your bank account and see the numbers you want to see? Do you live in the house that you want to live in? Are you with your soulmate? Do you do what you want for a living? Are you getting paid what you want for a living? And if not, then there's a beautiful opportunity to shift something because there's some sort of core belief that's holding you back. So that being said, I want you guys to realize that your brain and your nervous system, I'm going to kind of just use those two interchangeably for the sake of this episode, cannot take in everything that's happening in your surroundings. It can't. Like even wherever you are right now, like look around, are you in a room? Are you outside? Like, are there plants? Are there trees? Are there people outside? Like, let's say you're outside. Other people are walking around. You might see a dog peeing, maybe a homeless person peeing, depending on where you are. There might be some noise from traffic. Someone would be listening to music. Someone might be like smoking. Someone is wearing a lot of cologne. Um, someone is drinking a latte, whatever. And it's just like so much information is around you. And you cannot take in that much information. So your nervous system has learned to delete, distort, or generalize this information just so your nervous system can actually digest the information that's coming in. So this is important because otherwise you wouldn't be able to function. And just like think back when you first learned how to drive a car, you initially was like, okay, I like open the car. Okay, I'm sitting in the car. Okay, I got to put on my seatbelt. Okay, the mirror, checking the mirror. Okay, I'm putting the knees, I mean, the keys into the, um, ignition. Okay. I got to check my mirror again. Okay. It, that would take you forever. Now you get in a car, probably carrying a thousand things, not even thinking about what you're doing and you're on the road. So your nervous system is adapted to adapt and to learn, and then you don't get caught. So that's kind of how our nervous system takes in our everyday life. The only thing is, what are you deleting? What are you distorting? And what are you generalizing? Are you always seeing the good? Or are you always seeing the bad? And that really will make a difference in terms of your experience of life. And that's kind of great and also awful, depending on where you fall in that spectrum. So that being said, you have to be on autopilot just to be able to like kind of get through your day. But then what program is that running on? And unless you're living the life that you are so fucking in love with, you're running the wrong program which means there's an opportunity to reset that program and upgrade it. And of course, what you perceive in your environment is also going to be determined by a lot of different things. Like what time of the day is it? What is the physical location you're in? What is your mood? What kind of language was used to describe it? Do you have previous memories? Like what are your beliefs around that? What is your identity about that? And like for, for an example, I'm giving you all the examples now. Um, if you are at the grocery store, you go to the grocery store all the time, it's the middle of the day, it's bright, someone comes up to you smiling from kind of the side, and then you're like, oh my God, I know you, hi, how's it going? Amazing. If it is super dark out, you're in a new location, and then some random person just walks out of an alleyway from the side, you're going to be like, what the fuck? I don't want to get murdered, right? But it could be the same person. 
So your mind is going to kind of have this filter of like, okay, it's dark. I don't know this place. I feel unsafe and I'm going to jump at everything. And it's like, we've all seen this example of like, you see like a stick on the ground when you're hiking, you're like, oh my God, it's a snake. And you're like, no, it's not, it's a stick, JK. But then if you saw a stick somewhere else, you wouldn't necessarily pop into the like idea of maybe that's a snake. So that being said, things can be adjusted, which is great news. So with NLP, you can actually reframe and reprogram the mind. So you're looking for the good and not in a toxic positivity kind of way, but then you see the good because the good is already out there, but now you're, you're primed to see that. And then also the things that used to trigger you won't trigger you because you process that. So if like you're, I don't know, you were raised in a bit of a unsettled household, you're not going to be like, oh, my dad didn't love me or like, oh, my mom did this, but you're just like, this happened and it has nothing to do with me or my worth or how lovable I am or if I'm good enough. And when you use NLP, you're, you're just getting rid of the extra clutter in your mind. So you can actually be focused, focused on what now life is now. So you're focused in this moment of now and being like, fuck, life is beautiful. It is abundant. It is divine. I'm right here as opposed to obsessing over the past and the future. But then when you remove all the clutter, you can also get focused on what are you creating? What are you actively aligning to? What are you calling in? And then rather than focusing on how it won't work, why it won't work, times it hasn't worked before, you're just like, I'm going to get shit done because it is working for me because it is and that's how it is done. So there are so many NLP techniques. I'll give an example just because if you don't give an example specifically, then you're just like, yeah, okay, but how can that help me? So I love doing parts integration. I think everyone needs to do it. I essentially, okay, not force, but highly recommend that every single one of my one-on-one clients does this just because we all have this come up in various different ways. So with parts integration, you're literally integrating two parts of yourself. So let's say there's two opposing parts, and this could be like, I want to meet my soulmate and I want to get married, but then you're just like being in a relationship is hard and the opposite sex, same sex, scary. No, thank you. Well, how are you going to do both? You can't. I want to be successful. I'm ready to run a successful business. But being successful is scary and I don't want to be seen. I don't want people to judge me. I don't want to fail. Okay, well, how are you going to do that? I want to be rich. I want to build wealth. I want to be a millionaire. Amazing. Money's bad. Money's scary. I don't know how to manage money. Money makes people be bad and greedy. Oh, okay. Do you see how you can't do both? And imagine that there's two parts of you. They're both part of you and they're in this constant tug of war. So you're not going to do either. You're not going to be happy, confident, and feeling amazing while single, but then you're also not going to call in your dream partner because you're like not wanting either. So then you get caught in this like weird in-between thing, which sucks because then you're like, I feel stuck. I keep repeating the same patterns. I don't understand why nothing's working out for me. Well, because you have two opposing parts that are fighting to get you there because they both think that what that part has to offer is what you need trying to keep you safe. But then when you use NLP, you get the two parts to actually integrate into wholeness. They're both part of you. They both 
spoiler alert, they always want the same thing for you. And you just allow these two parts to realize that they're on the same team. They both want the same thing and they can actually pool resources and create something bigger and better. And just like, I was like thinking of this, like two toddlers who don't want to share their Legos and they're like, no, this is mine. And they're like, well, if I give you a Lego, I'm losing a Lego. And I'm just like, no, you bring your Legos together. You guys just created double the Lego capacity and you can build something bigger. So you didn't lose anything. You gained something. And when you allow the two parts within you to realize that, which is how you use NLP, because you're going to be talking to the subconscious mind, you literally see like wholeness being created within someone. And like, for me, I see energy, I feel energy, and I'll literally see this wave of relaxation and like softening move through the person's body as they integrate. And then it's like, you just stopped wasting so much energy fighting each other when it's like, hello, same team. So this is something I love, love, love doing. It's really, really, really powerful. Um, but again, there's a lot of NLP techniques, but this is just one of them. So another thing I speak about fairly regularly is time technique. And this stands for time integration for maximum empowerment. Um, this is stemming out of NLP and there's a lot of different terms for time technique, like time therapy. This has been around for a very long time. Um, and there's varying versions of this also in like clinical psychology, I'm referring it to time technique because that is what I'm certified in. Um, so there might be some variances, but essentially our mind will create a timeline and it's literally a line. So we need everything to be represented by pictures because that's how our brain stores information. And essentially we have this line. There's a future, there's a past. Everyone's future and past is in a different direction. You're in the smack middle. And if you connect the two, there's a line and that is your timeline. So as we go through life, and this is how I visualize it, this doesn't need to be how you do, but you go through life, good things, bad things are happening, and you're dropping pins of this is how it is. And this is essentially just your nervous system trying to keep you safe. So if something absolutely horrible happened to you, your nervous system's like, never again, will that happen? So I'm going to hold on to this. I'm going to clench onto this, and I'm going to make sure that I'm hypervigilant to ensure this doesn't happen again. Well, wherever your attention and focus goes is what actually grows. So you become magnetic to that. And then sometimes you're actually repeating patterns as opposed to learning from it and moving on. You're also going to be caught in this constant state of fear and this like stress response because you're like, I'm going to die. And even if you're not, if you've gone through like a super messy separation, your heart physically broke and you're like, I can't do this. And then you're like, well, all relationships are hard and bad. Or like, you can't trust the opposite or same sex. You can't, like, it's just too scary to open up my heart. Look what happened. Well, that's not true. Whatever happened to you in your past does not determine your future. You can determine what is created for you in the future, but you do need to shift your core belief around that matter. So when you use the time technique, you can literally go into the past and release that. And it's not re-traumatizing at all. You're in a different state. Like you're almost in like a mini like trance state where you just ask your subconscious, where did this belief come from? I'm not good enough. Making money is hard. I'll never be loved. Whatever it is, whatever the question is, whatever the emotion, whatever the belief, 
Whatever the sensation, like where did this heaviness in my heart come from? Obviously, I always seek medical attention, but if no doctor can find an actual reason for it, well, it's still there and it's uncomfortable. What are you going to do with it? You want to release it. So you can go into the past and allow your subconscious to simply see it, realize it's coming from a certain situation. And if you can't see a specific scene play out, but you can be like, okay, what can I learn from this? And all you're doing is reframing. So you're shifting the focus as opposed to staring at it from one direction. Side note, you cannot solve a problem from the same viewpoint that it was created from. You need to change something. Otherwise, you're not going to find the solution. And when you do that, you get some sort of a learning or a lesson of just like, oh, that asshole broke my heart, but he's an asshole and I didn't want to end up with him. Hmm. Interesting. Or it's like, I'm not good enough. Wait, I am good enough. My mother was just emotionally unavailable. It has nothing to do with you. And it's like, whatever it is, but you get this like, oh, got it. And again, the way that I see it is rather than being caught in this repetitive loop, you complete the cycle so it can be released. And that's what your nervous system wants. So if it's like, oh, I learned my lesson, I'm okay, I'm safe, moving on, you can let that go as opposed to like, I don't want that to happen again. I don't want that to happen again. I don't want that to happen again. Even just for me to say that over and over again, I'm like, that was tiring. That was like, that was not good use of my energy. And like, sometimes your limiting beliefs or these emotions, like you might just be like, I have deep rage within me. I have no idea where it's coming from. It might not be yours. It could be from something that happened to you in a past life, it could be something that happened to you generationally and that shit's lingering and affecting your life right now and preventing you from living the life that you want and desire. So this is such a good technique. This is by far one of my favorite techniques because it's so powerful. It's actually really quick. And that's the thing that blew my mind. Literally somebody used this technique on me in terms of practicing. And I like had no idea what this was. And I'm just like, sure. I don't know. Let's just do this. And I released this massive block I had that I've been going to therapy for, for years. And it was gone in like 15 minutes. And I was like, wait, what, what just happened? What did you just do? Like, I literally felt my brain just like reset. And so like, yeah, that's, that's time technique. And I was like, what? magic is this teach me so I can do it for other people and again there's reasons for therapy I am in therapy I'm not poo-pooing I'm therapist I love y'all just saying but there's going to be a different practitioner for different things that you want to change or lean into so again this is a way for you to release make peace with and then move on and what I also really love about this technique is, hello, there's a future. There's a future that hasn't even been created yet. It's a blank canvas. What do you want to add there? So you can literally be like, this is the goal I want and desire. And then you plop it into your future timeline. Boom, there it is. Now you're energetically aligned to it. You're subconsciously aligned to it. You've primed your nervous system to it because you've just had the experience of having it showing your nervous system that, oh shit, this is great. I like this. I want more of this. If you haven't experienced the thing that you want and desire, you're not going to call it in with ease because your nervous system's like, oh, hell no, that is different. That is new. Anything that is different from what I have, even if I hate what I have, 
means that I could be in danger and I could die. Even though it's like, yes, I'll take an extra 10 grand, but then your system's like, no, no, money's unsafe. We're not doing that. Shut that shit down ASAP. And then you're like, I can't do it. I'm not hitting my numbers. Well, okay. I know why. Let's do time technique. So this is truly such a powerful technique. Love, love, love. I can do this in a group setting, but I love doing it in, in a one-on-one setting just because certain beliefs might be harder to release and your nervous system is really holding on to it. But if I have you on Zoom, I can see your face. I can feel your energy. I can see you clenching and not physically clenching, but like energetically. And then sometimes it's not even, oh, you know, I, I don't feel like I'm lovable. It's something else. There's something else underneath it. And even if you see where it came from, like very often it's things that has happened to you in your childhood and you can have that like compassion being like, okay, so the four-year-old version of me was upset because there were some big feelings, big emotions. There wasn't enough support. You felt unsafe, but I'm not four years old anymore. So it's okay. So it doesn't mean that I'm not loved. It doesn't mean that at all. And it means that I can now send love to that four-year-old version of me who can feel safe so your nervous system can feel safe and you can move on. Love me time technique. So the next thing that I want to discuss is clinical hypnotherapy. And first things first, hypnosis is not what you see on TV or on stage. That is literally a show that is for entertainment. Are those people being hypnotized? Sometimes, yes. But it's not what you would actually do with a practitioner. So with that, it's it's meant for entertainment. The person doing it is always looking for who's the like class clown, who likes to be loud, who wants to like get a laugh out of everyone, who's super suggestible. And then the people who are picked aren't chosen by accident. It's for a show. But real hypnotherapy is just being in a state where you're you're more open to suggestion. So it's this human condition where you're able to focus your attention by reducing your peripheral awareness and enhancing your capacity to respond to a suggestion. But the suggestion is always based on what you actually want and will value and morally align to. So for example, if you're like, I want to make more money and you're hypnotized, I zonk you out. And then I'm like, go rob a bank. Unless you secretly have always wanted to rob a bank you're not going to do that. Your, your moral code is going to be like, oh, we don't do that. That's not appropriate. So you're not going to do that. And if you secretly have wanted to rob a bank, well, that's on you, not on me. <laughs> Just saying, don't do it. But you can't be like talked into doing something that you don't actually agree with. And this being said, you're hypnotized every single day. This isn't something that a like clinical hypnotherapist needs to do to you. Like you actually go in and out of that state of hypnosis all the time. You zone out at work. You might not remember your drive when you arrive at your destination. You might get sucked into social media and then you're like, what did I even see? I don't know. Maybe you're reading an amazing book or watching a great show and you're just like sucked in and you're like, how, what just happened? That's hypnosis. And that's also kind of just what it feels like. Sometimes you hear all the words. Sometimes you don't hear any words. Sometimes you hear some of the words. Sometimes you fall asleep. That's fine. Your subconscious is still listening. So you're going to take in what you need, but it just allows you to really change 
your awareness of what's happening around you zone out in terms of going within so your subconscious can actually take in some information. So you essentially just kind of put your logical mind to sleep and then your subconscious is like, all right, I'm listening. What's up? What are we doing here? And that being said, hypnosis was initially used um, in like the medical world before there was general anesthetic. So some of the doctors were able to use suggestion and words to make patients not feel anything so they can perform surgery. So I know that's terrifying, but it works. So it is powerful. And I mean, you can hypnotize somebody on essentially anything. I mean, we've all heard things like no smoking cessation. And I helped someone quit smoking who literally came into being like, you can't do it. This won't work. And then I mean, my ego was like, oh yeah, let's, let's do this. You won't be able to hypnotize me. I was like, oh, okay, well, let's go, buddy. Let's, let's do this. Um, surprise, they quit smoking and they were snoring. Cool. So anyways, that being said, you can do that. You can do like pain relief. You can do insomnia. You can be like calling in your dream life and actually like running through what that would look and feel like for you to have everything that you want and desire. It can be like making peace with money. It can be awakening your intuition. It can be like hypnosis for birthing. I've done that before. Like anything you can make a hypnosis about. And it is so ooey gooey being in a hypnotized state. You, you just feel so relaxed, like falling asleep to hypnosis. Side note, plugging my hypnosis that's on the podcast. I have a bunch already on there. The one that is wildly popular is going into your records and the sleep one, check it out. They're goodies, but this just allows you to go into a different state. So you're more open to your imagination. You're more open to viewing the world in a different way. You're more open to being relaxed and reprogrammed. So you can actually call in what you want and desire. So as kind of like a little summary, and I don't want to go too deep into this, Hypnosis is not mind control. You still have full control over how you act and behave. Um, you're never going to be like put to sleep and you kind of get stuck in a hypnotized state. You would just wake up. It's totally fine. I mean, if you fall asleep during hypnosis, it just means that you're really fucking tired and you needed a nap. That's it. Don't read into it. And it's also not necessarily a quick fix. So yes, people can do one hypnosis and change their life, especially with things like um, quitting smoking. Absolutely. I've had somebody come to me and be like, um, can you create a hypnosis to get rid of my type two diabetes? Um, no, I cannot. So there are limits to what hypnosis can do, obviously. Um, also everyone's different. Do you trust the person that's doing it for you? Because if you're going into it being like hypnosis sucks, this doesn't work, I don't really trust you, and you're going into it with a really like closed energy, well, I mean, I'm hitting a wall, I'm not going to get anywhere. And then also, how much do you want the thing that you want? You have to really think about that. And like, this is such a huge thing in life coaching where what's a secondary game? For you to like step out of victimhood, but your entire life has been you being a victim and that's how you get your love and attention. For you to not be a victim anymore, who the fuck are you? How are you going to get your love and attention? And that's something that you might not be consciously aware of. And that was like a whew, wake up call for me. It was like, oh, got it. So I need to be the hero, which means I'm going to live life very differently. And that's scary. Hmm. Interesting. So anyways, you need to kind of like check yourself of, do you want what you want? Or are you doing it for the wrong reason? Or are you not ready to let go of the thing that 
you're trying to heal or release. And that's, of course, something that I highly recommend sitting down with your life coach or talk to me with. And this is also why I don't do a lot of one-off sessions, just because if everyone could solve their life problems with one session, wouldn't everyone already? And like, we are complex beings where things are never just one thing. And it's like, well, I want to make more money in my business. Okay, let's do that. But then it's like, are you scared of being seen? Are you scared of being judged? Is your nervous system completely fried? Do you feel like you're not worthy of receiving? Have you not made peace with money? Like there's, there's layers. And I mean, like I can shove all that into hypnosis, but then are you going to listen to that hypnosis every single day? Not that you have to listen to it every single day, but like, are you consistent? And are you consistent with your other practices? Because your nervous system and your ego is going to be like, fuck this shit. I want to go back to the way it was, even though that sucks, but that's how things are. And that's your identity. So you need to shift your identity, but do you want to have you made peace with that? There's layers. Also, I don't do one-off coaching sessions because I don't want to open up Pandora's box and then you're just out there. I want to be able to support you. So that being said, the next thing I'm going to dive into is EFT tapping. So this is the emotional freedom technique. My God, where was this in my twenties? Where was this in my teens? Like, wow, I could have saved a lot of money on therapy and I would have probably made a lot less awful life decisions. I found this kind of in the middle of the pandemic. And so help me God between my dog and this, this is what like got me through. Otherwise it was, it was getting a little dark to say the least. So it's tapping. Essentially what you're doing is you're tapping on these energy points throughout your body and you're activating the energy meridians that run through you. So this is based on neuroscience. This is also based um, on traditional Chinese medicine. So it's similar to acupuncture, but rather than going to see a practitioner and using needles, you're actually using your hands to tap on the different points and you're able to activate them yourself. Amazing. It is easy. It is quick. You can do it anywhere. You can tap on any topic. You don't need to do it for long. It's painless. I mean, you might get some tears at the end, but I, I don't think that's pain. That's a releasing and that's amazing. And what you're doing is you're, you're allowing these points to be turned on. So then you're giving the energy that is stagnant somewhere to go. And before you go into this is woo, it's not, this can actually be measured. Hello, there's energy channels that run through our body. How do you think your heart pumps? And how do you think like the different neurons in your brain send messages to each other? Like there's so many ways that electricity runs through our body and is the fastest way our body can communicate with other parts of ourselves. So this is a thing and Google it and I love it. I'm not gonna get into the science of it more just for the sake of time, but it is amazing and powerful. So the whole idea behind this is releasing what's stuck within you. And there's a reason why just saying affirmations doesn't work. Again, if you standing in front of a mirror saying I'm a millionaire worked, a lot of us would be super rich right now, but we're not. So why does that not work? Well, logically, you're doing a task and you're saying the thing and you're like, okay, I want to be a millionaire. And you can even make it more powerful. I am a millionaire. And you're doing that. And you might be standing confidently. You go get it. Amazing. Then your subconscious is like, no, you're not. 
you're a fucking failure. You suck with money. Look at all the debt you have. You should be further ahead in life. You never manage money properly. Oh my God, what if everyone knew the real you? You are embarrassing. Ooh, that's not nice. That's uh, that's um, some heavy energy that is literally on repeat in your mind. And if that is your core belief rooted in your subconscious, you got to release that before you get to the, I'm a millionaire. Like you don't just get to jump there. That's not how it works. And it's like, sorry, but doing the work involves work and it doesn't need to be hard work, but it's still work. Otherwise everyone would be just floating on cloud nine on their private, like jet going somewhere fancy to sit on like their island. Right. I mean, we're working on it. So you need to say the things that you're actually thinking and what's actually upsetting you. And that's uncomfortable and that's scary, but it's not that scary because it's already happening in your mind. So you might as well just say it and get it done and over with. So say what you're thinking, say what's uncomfortable. And also this is something that's so easy to do in regards to being in the moment and processing a trigger, as opposed to just shoving it down for later, you're never coming back to it. It's just going to live in your body. So you get into an argument with your, I don't know, your family. And then you're like, well, she said, and then I said, and then she said, and I can't believe this just happened. Cool. Tap on that. Release it. You're stuck in traffic and you're like, what the hell is this? Tap on it. You wake up and you're like, I'm in a shit mood. I feel like garbage about myself. Look at where my life is. I feel like a failure. Tap on that. Or maybe you don't even know what is wrong. You're like, my anxiety, my anxiety. Or maybe you don't even know, is this anxiety? Maybe it's a sensation. And you'd be like, my stomach feels uneasy. The sensation in my stomach. And you're just tapping on it and you're acknowledging it and you're talking to your body and you're allowing that to be released. And then once you've actually released it and you brought it down enough where you're not so upset and triggered about it, you can come to something that's neutral. Like, and I allow myself to let that go. And right now I am safe and I'm doing the best I can. And that's good enough. So then you get to this kind of like neutral point. And then once you kind of make peace with that, and that feels like real and good in your body, you get to the next point, which is going to be, I'm open to more. I'm open to being loved. I'm open to today being a better day. And then if you're feeling good with that, you can be like, and I'm a motherfucking millionaire. Amazing. But you got to get to it in bits and pieces. So again, tapping, powerful, easy to do. I do have a little mini course that you guys can, um, get and download. It comes with a manual. It comes with how to actually do it. Also comes with why isn't this working? Cause I've done it and I can tell you what won't work. So I can tell you what to do to tweak that. And it even comes with a whole bunch of um, sequences where they're guided. So you can just listen along until you kind of learn how to create your own sequence. So tapping, do it like every day. Like it literally could take like five minutes. Do it before you go to bed like actually have an amazing like sleep because you've processed what's in your mind and know that there isn't anything that's bad within you, but it just needs to be acknowledged. And once you've acknowledged it, it can be released and processed and you can feel good. And then all of a sudden you're like, oh, cool. Um, my stomach doesn't hurt. Oh, I'm not bloated because I just processed some of that extra energy and that stress. So I'm not feeling that inflammation. 
or like, oh, that jaw pain is gone because really it's just rage in your body that you never processed. So do the tapping, tap, 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 get it. Let me know how it goes. It's magic. I promise. Another thing that's magic is Reiki. So Reiki is an energy healing modality that comes from Japan and it allows you to relax and surrender and it activates the innate healing um, processes within your body. So when the practitioner is sending Reiki, whether to someone else or to somebody else, to yourself or somebody else, it allows the life force energy, the chi, the prana to get activated and moving. So this just allows any stagnant energy to be released and for there to be like flow. And think of this as we're constantly interacting with energy. You are energy, your thoughts are energy. There's like energy channels within you. There's energy just from like, obviously the atoms within you, but then like wherever you are, like you're seated on something that's actually vibrating as well. Someone else walks into the room, their energy, their mood is energy, the environment of where you're living, that's energy. So we're constantly swimming in a lot of energy. Some of us are empaths and highly sensitive and we just absorb that shit. And that's not ideal because everything around you isn't picture perfect. Not everyone's doing their inner work. Not everyone is emotionally aware. Not everyone can and will do that. Some environments are more chaotic and they're not going to be serving you to your best and highest good. So when you learn how to do Reiki, especially for yourself, you just learn how to shift the energy. You learn how to clear your energy, how to protect it, how to kind of put a bubble around you. And then also if things are feeling off, you send a Reiki and it kind of just sorts itself out you don't even know what you you don't even need to know what's wrong you can just be like "Mm, I feel uneasy activate Reiki give it to that perfect it does what it needs to the image of Care Bear just came through so that's Reiki yeah Mm -hmm. and think of this also as this way of connecting to first like the divine source universe God whatever you believe in but it's also kind of like a prayer And I hope that the word prayer doesn't trigger you because of its religious backgrounds. But if you have this like intention that you're sending to somebody else and it's just like, I hope they're well and they're going through a hard time and you just like mentally send them this little hug, that's Reiki. And it doesn't matter if the person's a foot away from you and you're physically touching them or if they're on the other side of the world, your intention to send them that energy and that boost of love, that intention doesn't actually get smaller because you're further. So given that Reiki is energy and energy holds no bounds to a space and time, you can send Reiki anywhere. I mean, for you to be able to do that, you would need to be a Reiki master or level two, just so you have certain symbols to play with, but like energetically, you can tune into that. And Absolutely anyone can be a Reiki practitioner and you don't even need to start a business or share it with anybody else. It could be your little secret self-care tool. But I personally think that Reiki is one of those things that everyone needs to know how to do. Like, I feel like, why are we not teaching this in schools? Why are we not teaching coping mechanisms? Why are we not teaching bagel toning? Like, those are things that are actually important. Like calculus, uh, I mean, I love math. So for me, that was like fun and entertaining, but like, Am I using that anywhere in the world right now? No, 
Exactly. So anyways, do you want more info on Reiki? I do have a podcast on that. So check it out. And it also talks about the different types, um, the different levels of Reiki. So you kind of have an idea what each level will give you. All my programs are self-guided, so you can do it on your own time, at your own schedule, as slowly or quickly as you want, but you still get access to me at the end, so you can ask your questions. We meet me via Zoom, and I give you the attunement, and you have that, that moment to get everything clarified and uh, make you a practitioner. So the next thing is the Akashic Records. There's also a separate podcast on this. I don't want to talk for nine hours, but essentially the records is... This entity that holds the story of your soul, past, present, future, it's this energetic record of your soul's journey through space and time, and it contains everything, all of your lessons, wisdoms, all of your thoughts, emotions, intentions, the karmic ties, the things that went well, the things that did not, and this is something that's unique to you, and it will reincarnate as your soul reincarnates, so it's powerful. And this is something that I really, really recommend for those people that are like, I keep repeating the same pattern. Or let's say you're really fixated on a past event and you just can't let it go. You can't make peace with it. Or let's say you're feeling like you just don't have clarity. Like you don't know where you're headed and you're just like kind of lost. And you're like, this isn't working, but I don't know where I want to go. Or maybe you're like, what the frig is my life's purpose? Like, what am I supposed to do here? What am I supposed to create? the records will give you those answers. And again, every person will do this differently, but the way that I do the records is we jump on a call, we're on Zoom, you have a list of questions and you just ask. I'm in a channeled state and I just give you your answers. And it's not gonna be fluffy things like, you need self-love. It's like, okay, but what does that mean? How do I do that? Like, where do I start? You will literally get, do this, do this, do this, stop doing this, do more of this. There you go. And the answers are just like, boom, boom, boom. You got it. You get a recording of it. You can re-listen to it. And then just being in this like portal, the amount of energy that is moving through you and the like energetic bubble that's around you, it almost like puts Reiki to shame. Like it is next level in terms of how powerful it is, how soothing it is how loving it is how safe it is it's like this beautiful bubble of white like light and it's just like you're being held by the divine no big deal it's absolutely fantastic and it's amazing so that being said i'll link that below as well and even just have an idea what kind of questions to ask um but also what are the records not <laughs> they're not psychotherapy they're not fortune telling again, not mind control. And there's no way for it to like, you can't jump into it and ask a question about somebody else. Like if you're just like, but why did he leave me? It's going to be like, why do you care that he left? Why does him staying mean so much if he didn't value you? Hmm. Interesting. Or if it's like, well, why would this person do this to me? And why do they continue doing this? Why, why that? It's going to be like, well, why are you tolerating it? Why do you see yourself in this situation over and over again? Um, this is also a really beautiful way of connecting to your spirit guides, your ancestors. If you've had loss in your life, um, whether it is 
a like miscarriage or you lost a child or you have lost anyone else, any sort of loved one, um, that's as well. I have channeled pets and oh my gosh, I've been bawling because it's been so beautiful. But if you want to connect to that energy, an Akashic Record reading is your answer. So I talk about this all the time because I love it. The vagus nerve. So your nervous system needs to be regulated. And I feel like that's a buzzword nowadays. And you can do that through toning your vagus nerve. So your quotation strengthening this nerve, which you don't necessarily strengthen. You're just learning how to activate it and activating it easier. And the reason this is important is because your nervous system is a center of everything. Your physical well-being, your energetic well-being, it is everything. Your nervous system's fried. You're going to be useless. You're not going to be happy. You're not going to feel good. You're not going to manifest. You're not going to be able to digest your food. You're not going to be sleeping well. Your sex life is going to suck. You're going to be on edge. You're not thinking clearly. You don't have energy. You're a crusty like bubble. We don't want that. So whatever you are doing in life, make sure you prioritize your nervous system. And don't jump to, I'm going to the natural path and I'm going to take a thousand different supplements done that. God, the amount of money I've wasted on that. Where it's like, but why are you anxious? But why are you not sleeping? But why are you eating the cleanest diet ever and still feeling bloated and unwell? It's, you can't just like, okay, this is what's happening. Make it go away. It's like, no, 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 no. What caused it? You need to lean into that. And I really want to remind you and assure you that leaning into the root cause of what's causing it is less uncomfortable than dealing with it and trying to cover it up. It's not going to go anywhere. It's going to get bigger and louder and you're going to continuously waste your money. So this is something I love doing with my clients just because one, nothing will stick if your nervous system is like unbalanced. Two, we live in a really chaotic world and life is not going to slow down. It's going to keep getting busier. You will always get curveballs. Things will happen that you weren't expecting. You will get triggered. Shit comes up. It's life. You need to learn how to deal with it. And one thing that I find is incredibly important for my clients is I don't want to just do them with you. And I don't want to just show you like, okay, we're going to do this thing. But like, I want you to know how to do this like in the middle of the night when you're in an anxious spiral. I want you to do this when you're at work and your boss just drops something on you and you're like, fuck, now I'm unwell and I don't know what to do. My mind is like going haywire. I want you to have these tools available to you and you can use them. And that's something that I'm so happy to be able to share with my clients because I want you to fire me. I love my clients, but I don't want to work with you for life. That's not my purpose. My purpose is to be with more people, touch more lives and cause like a ripple of healing, not just work with the same like 10, 15 people over and over again. Yes, I have people who work with me on a long-term basis, but it's it's not, it's a maintenance and they don't see me on a weekly basis at all. That's for sure. But then if you learn how to do this, you don't need me. You also don't need some of those other practitioners you don't need the weekly therapy anymore. You don't spiral. And if you do, you bounce back quicker. You're not out for like days or weeks. Mm -hmm. You're like, okay, cool. 
just went through a super messy breakup. Okay, interesting. This was triggered. Got it. These are the modalities I can use to like self-soothe. Got it. I'm processing this because this was a previous trigger. Got it. Okay. Everything's going to be okay. Done. And for the people who I am one-on-one coaching with, I've created this like bundle where I'm just like, here's extra, extra stuff for you to use where there's hypnosis tracks, tapping sequences, meditations, there's different vagal toning exercises you can do. There's even some video tutorials on how do you connect your intuition? How do you protect your energy? How do you set boundaries? And this is a resource that I'm continuously adding to because I love what I do and you get access to it for life. So even if we're done coaching together, I'm not going to take this away. I want you to succeed. I want you to be successful. I want you to know what's there for you and then have it right at your fingertips because sometimes we forget and that's okay. That's humaning. But I want you to have that. So once you start coaching with me, it's not just like we do three months weekly and then I'm like, bye. I'm just like, no, no, here you go. Keep getting it. Oh, added new videos. They're all yours. Enjoy. And that I think is something that is important to have to make sure that clients get the most out of the program and also Yes, three months can absolutely transform your life, but life is still going to throw some curveballs at you. And once your nervous system is regulated, and once you've rotation strengthened your vagus nerve, your capacity to handle change and adversity just skyrockets. Your level of resilience is untouchable. Like you literally become unfuckable. You're like, nope, I'm perfect. I got this. We're okay. Ooh, that was hard. Cool. And I'm good. And to see my clients transform and for them to be able to use these tools on their own and then get the like the DMs and the emails being like, holy shit, this just happened and I handled it. Why I do this? Love, love, love. So the next thing, we're almost done. Hope you grab some. <laughs> the next thing I'm going to talk about is somatic processing. There's many different ways of doing this, and I'll just explain how I do it. Um, I love anything to do with the body. So essentially, you're just strengthening the mind-body connection, and you're re-establishing this relationship between you and your body. So it's not, it's kind of like the parts integration. It's not like your logical mind, your brain against your body, but the two actually work together. Your body holds so much wisdom. It also holds a lot of trauma. Your body is constantly trying to communicate with you. And then we've just been taught and we've learned to ignore it, numb it, pretend it's not there, drink a glass of wine, oh, have another cup of coffee, carry on. Well, you can't ignore it because it's going to get worse. And your body's always trying to say something to keep you safe. And of course, as long as there is no medical reasons for some of the sensations you're feeling that are uncomfortable, always see a medical professional first. But if everything has been like tested and you're like, good, and they're like, we have no idea what's wrong with you, then it's probably a trapped emotion, a trauma, or some sort of unprocessed energy that needs to be released. And the amount of release someone can get from doing somatic processing is insane. Like I've literally watched my client's face change and not just like 
uncomfortable to like, oh, relax. But it's like, they start radiating. They start like looking more beautiful. Like it's like, they've completely shifted. Like they're, the color changes. Like they just become like brighter. And it's, it's wild to see. I love doing this. But this is just a way of actually talking to the different sensations, letting the body know that it's being listened to and it's valid. And there's a whole bunch of different ways you can get into this. So any sort of physical movement practices, yoga, stretching, doing some shaking, um, this can be energy healing. This can be actually just speaking to the different parts and allowing that part to be heard and allowing it to actually speak. And like, I do this for myself. And this has definitely been one of the bigger healing modalities that I'm like, oh shit, I wish I knew this sooner. It's so powerful. Like it is just so wildly powerful. And it's like, sometimes people don't even realize that they feel like they're shackled. And then it's like, remove the shackles. Oh, got it. Or it's like, you have this like heavy cloak on you and you're like feeling so weighed down. And then it's like, take off the cloak oh, got it. Or it's like, oh my God, I'm so constipated and I just can't and I'm taking all the supplements and I'm doing the right things. And it just feels like my bowels are clenched. It's like, make your bowels relax. What do your bowels need to say? Why are you feeling unsafe? What is being held in that aspect of your body? And then you do it and then you're good. Holy moly, powerful. So this is a beautiful technique I love doing. Um, and it also just allows you to strengthen that mind-body connection, build your intuition, and you just feel safe in your body again, as opposed to feeling like you're at war with your body. And like, I feel like most of us have been there where you're just like, I'm doing the right things. I'm eating the right thing. I'm drinking the water. I'm like not doing the coffee. I'm doing the adaptogens. I'm doing the ice baths. I'm doing the meditation. And then you're like, I still don't feel better. And it's like, I've been to the doctor, I've been to the naturopath, I don't, and it's like, why? And it's like, you feel like you're at war with your body. And it's like, your body's just trying to communicate and you guys are speaking a different language. And this is a way for you guys to speak the same language and make peace. And then all of a sudden you're like, oh, things can feel good. And it's safe to feel good. Got it. So Last thing I'm going to talk about is meditation and mindfulness. And the reason I put this at the end is because you should never start here. Personal opinion. If you have past trauma, if you have severe anxiety, if you have a lot of unkind thoughts racing through your mind, for you to sit in that and to marinate in that is really shitty. Don't do it. It's not going to make you less stressed. You're just going to be like, oh my God, the person in my head is a psychopath and she or he are mean and I hate this and it's not soothing. You need to do the inner work, the releasing, the processing, the like feeling the uncomfortable emotions and be okay with it and knowing that you're going to be okay. It's doing that stuff first as a foundation and then when you do meditation, even if like a thought comes in, you're going to like, okay, cool, letting it go. And then you have the tools to interrupt that. And then you actually get to sit in meditation. And you're like, oh shit, this is divine. And it's like, it, it doesn't feel divine in the beginning. Like my meditation journey was horrendous. So I was like, why do people do this regularly? This is 
fucking horrible. Well, because I didn't do any of the inner work yet. I just jumped to like the, that other part. And just think of it like you've never run in your life. And then you're just like, I'm going to run a 15K because everyone says running is great. And then you're like, I'm wearing the wrong shoes. I don't know how to breathe. I went out in the hottest part of the day. I don't have any water. I like didn't stretch and now everything hurts. And I feel like I'm going to throw up. And that's meditation. So do the other stuff first and then meditation feels good. And then that's how you develop your mindfulness of dropping into the moment of now. And like one of my favorite things is to just stop whatever I'm doing and then like, what's the temperature of the air on my skin and what does that feel like? And that I'm just like, mm, like I get goosebumps. I'm just like, life is beautiful. Life is divine. Like, oh my goodness, my life is a miracle. Like I'm, I'm breathing air. I'm not even thinking about it. Wherever I am, like there's at least a hundred things I could be grateful for. And then it's just like, I can like feel things. And I also have the capacity to, be present to what is around me and take it in. And that is so amazing. So that is that. Let me know if you have any questions and just know that in case you're interested in working with me one-on-one, I would love to have a chat with you. Um, I always meet with people first and you can get a 30 minute call with me for free just to make sure that we're aligned and that energetically this works. And then you can um, ask any questions. If you are feeling like a nudge of like, hmm, interesting, I would love to do this. Then you have a couple hesitations. Let's chat about it because you wouldn't feel the nudge if it wasn't for a reason. And I don't want your fears. So your previous self and your previous experiences to hold you back from living the life that you want and desire. And just know in terms of these different modalities, my program is completely catered to you. What do you need? What are your goals? What are the things that have happened to you? Let's process it. Some people process things faster. Some people get stuck on other things and you never know. And that's why my program is completely catered to your unique needs. And it's adjusted according to how you're progressing. And you get a lot of additional perks because I want you to succeed. I want you to get to that joy-filled life. Like I want you to be like screaming every day, being like, holy shit, my life is amazing. And that is what I want to crave for you. But we got to first go to the past and let that other stuff go with love, with peace, gently, a little bit uncomfortably, but in a good way. And I'm the person who's going to hold that space for you. So that being said, thank you for being here. I appreciate you. I hope you learned something new. And again, if you have questions, reach out to me in order to find me. And I hope you have the most magical day.